T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. 60 more minutes to go. Let's talk about it. Your thoughts have been pretty cogent so far this morning. It was pretty obvious what happened yesterday. You don't need to take geniuses to figure it out for you. You don't need Ron to give you any technical coach speak breakdown on it or anything like that because, you know, if you do, uh, you know, you try to listen to it, they're going to give you some excuses and some things that happen. And look, no question defensively they weren't at full speed. When you don't have John Allen at 100%, that limits one of your playmakers. You have you have certain certain teams have certain amount of playmakers, both offensively, defensively, and in special teams. And when your best playmaker on defense is not a hundred percent, that dude is out there playing on guts and leadership skill. That's what John Allen was out there doing yesterday. He's out there playing on a bum wheel at a position that that injury could not be worse at. No leverage, can't push off the way you want to. And at times, he looked like a mortal football player yesterday. You know, we're just not accustomed to seeing some of those things happen to Jonathan Allen yesterday. But the guy's a leader. He could have very well just told him, hey, man, I'm out. Take me out. They wanted to keep him on limited playing time, but but because other people got hurt, they had no choice but to leave him out there because that dude comes to play with guts and determination every damn week. Give me, give me, give me fifty-two other guys like John Allen. I'm cool with that. Just didn't work out yesterday uh, for him individually, and as a result, that defense never got consistent push, never made enough plays, and Detroit walks away with a football game. And Washington sits one and one with a tough Philadelphia Eagles outfit coming in here next week. Let's go to line one. Izzy's in Brooklyn. What's up, Izzy? Yes. Hi. How are you? Good, man. So uh, I think everybody's got the um, the two-point conversion thing. They're thinking about it the wrong way. The mistake was made initially by not doing a two-point conversion on the first play. When you're down 22 nothing, you're trying to get yourself in a position where three scores gets you tied, so you don't need that fourth score. So you have two choices. Pick any one of the three touchdowns and hope you get it. And if you choose the last and there's no time in the clock, you're, you're, you know, you're done for. So you either have to make one or you've got to make two out of three. So you try it on the first one, and if you miss it at 22-6, to you could still make it on the second and third ones and still get through with three scores and tie the game. So nobody's talking about that, but the mistake was not doing it on the first one. So he does it on the second one, he's successful. The third one, I I don't agree with either, but nobody's talking about it. He should have done it on the first one. Well, here's the only counter that I can come up with, and, and again, I think it's a fair point. If you do it on the first one and you are unsuccessful, like you said, it's 22-6, and you're still down by 16 
Again, you need two touchdowns and two point convert and two two and two two point conversions, right? If you kick the extra point and you make it, which is no sure thing with um with with uh, Joey Sly, um, then you're down by fifteen, right? At twenty two seven, and again, you only need a touchdown, a two point conversion, and a traditional touchdown. So no, but what, what, what you, what's not right in that analysis is. If you don't do it on the first one, you go twenty-two-seven. You don't. Let's say you don't do it on the second one. Now you're twenty-two fourteen, and you and you try it on the third one because you scored the third touchdown with thirty seconds left, and you need it that one time, and you're unsuccessful. You're done. Game over. You only have two ways. You need it one right. out of those three times. Right, but and if you don't want to wait if, around for the third one or two out of three, and the only way to get two out of three is to try it on the first as well as one of the others. But then you're chasing points right from the start, aren't you? I mean, you need extra possessions, but you need extra possessions then to get there. Like if you like, I understand. And look, they hit it to make it 22-15. Okay. Get you within one possession. If you, if you're sitting there at 22-14, it's still one possession. The problem is if you you miss that two point conversion, but if you miss that two point conversion that made it 22-15, you're at 22-13 and you need an extra possession. You're missing my point. You're missing my point. If you wait until the third one alone and there's not enough time in the clock and you don't get it, the game is over. So mathematically, we all agree you need to get it on one of those three times. It's a matter of picking which one. Right, but, but what's the, the difference? One, the game what, may be over. Okay, but but if you if you miss it on the first one, if you go for two on the first one and you miss Correct. it, it's twenty two six. So you need to make at, it both other times. Right. You're you're trying to only have to make the two-point conversion once instead of twice. Right, but I'm giving you two choices. I'm giving you two choices. Make it on the first one, you're good. You're but done. you've raised the difficulty. You've, you've raised the, the level of difficulty to an even higher level. That's that's no, abs- you guys are missing it. It's the no, we're not. Correct. It's simple math, Izzy. It's simple math. If I miss, you you don't take into account. If I miss the two-point conversion, that means I got to get the ball another time and another time. And guess what? My team wasn't getting me the ball. They weren't getting me the ball. Yes, it's great. Eight is greater than seven. I understand that. But guess what? Six is less than eight. Six is less than seven. It's simple public school math. I don't need Harvard. I don't need good counsel. Southern freaking high. Tom Priester, Carolyn Knowles taught me. Hell, Betty Peters back at Lothian Elementary. Greatest teacher I've ever had. Little Benny. Kindergarten. No, Betty. Oh, Betty. Betty. Okay. (laughs) Paul Simon. (laughs) Betty. Okay. You can call me Betty. You can call me Al, right? Betty Peters. Greatest teacher I've ever had. Her and her, I think it was her sister, Alfreda Adams. Two of the greatest educators I've ever had in my entire life. I had Betty Peters for kindergarten and fourth grade. They taught Peter Michael Medhurst that six is less than seven. Seven is less than eight. Eight is greater than seven. But the risk that you take in not getting it forces you to get the ball back an extra time that your defense is not giving you. Therefore, the risk in going for two on the first one like you're talking about is absurd. 
unless it's later in the game. They scored so early in the third quarter, right. it wasn't as big a deal, so you, go ahead and kick it at that point. Now, you if don't, it's the you fourth don't just quarter, start chasing and gambling on the first right. drive of the third quarter. If it's the fourth quarter and you know the clock is working against yes. you and there's a less likely that you're going to get because you need at that point three possessions, then yeah, time dictates that. Early in the third quarter... I, time is not dictating to me that I need to go for yeah. two at that point because then if I miss, you, what what nobody is taking into account is if you miss the freaking two point conversion, you need an extra possession. What is what Izzy is doing is all this Aaron Schatz football win probability ESPN. Uh, who's the guy for you? Seth Walder, living and dying by by everything that they say. Every living and dying with what somebody cooked up in the lab. Guess what? People screw up in labs. That's why there's testing, and that's why it takes forever to develop certain things, medicines, vaccines sometimes, uh, trial by error, because people make mistakes or things don't work. Guess what? It's not as simple as you think it is. And I, I, you know, I love when Pete goes off because usually I'm the one that goes off, but I love when Pete goes off, but he's absolutely right. Absolutely right. It made so little sense to just start going for two just to get within 15, uh, I'm sorry, um, 14, if you make the two-point conversion on the first touchdown. Shout out to Miss Woody who taught me at Southern Middle School. Math, it's a great thing. By the way, before any other calls, John Allen yesterday played 52 snaps, down from 59 total. On uh, in week one, but, but if they if fifty four were on defense last week, fifty two, all fifty two were on defense this week. They didn't play him on field goal, extra point block like they did five snaps look, in week one. I think the intent was to play him a lot less snaps than that because I, Ron, Ron even alluded oh, yeah. to oh, you know absolutely. they wanted to go on a snap count. If but, they didn't lose Daniel Wise on the first uh, what first five minutes of the game, yeah. sure. Absolutely. Bad part too is I mean now you're you're really. And I know we can argue about settle ionitis, but mm-hmm. you drafted Mathis to replace those guys. Losing him via injury just looks gigantic. Now. Well, not that's only, the, that's, not that's only the to real replace problem. them, but as we talked about after the draft and during the offseason, Pete, they love to run that five-man front. Yeah, no, line. absolutely. And, and Fedarian Mathis was going to be a big part and, of that, and now they can't do that as much. And all props to Donovan Jeter and guys like that, but there's a reason why those guys are on the street. Yeah. Okay? Now, if you strike gold and they come in here and, and can be a serviceable player— I mean, think about it. Donovan Jeter signed on Tuesday, played yesterday. Played yesterday. Okay, yeah. he, he was actually running down the field trying to catch DeAndre Swift I, I after mean, they might that falling down, you know, play. Sign one of the veteran guys that we talked about last week, yeah. either Lindell Joseph, Latulale, or Antonio or or Star Latulale. Somebody. somebody. They need somebody. They need somebody. Or John Allen ain't gonna make it seventeen weeks. Deron Payne's not gonna make it seventeen weeks because the interior, the violence of the interior of offensive and defensive line play is just not going to allow them to play that many snaps. And I know you're some of you fans are at the, well, it's professional football. You know, no, but they're human beings. Their bodies are, are subject to incredible violence every single play at that position. And they're just not going to, they're just not going to make it. Jerron Payne played uh, 53, uh, 53 defensive snaps yesterday and seven snaps on special team for a total of 60 uh, which was a which was exactly what he played in week one. So Deron Payne played about his normal snap load. They just reduced Jonathan Allen on special teams. So 
Let's get out to Kermit. What's up, Kermit? You and Chris Russell, I think, are on the same wavelength hey, here. What's I up, buddy? I tell you, I, um, man, you know, I, you were talking about John Allen. Now, it's, we don't have – our backup is not good enough for them to – to put take give him a, a rest. You said fifty nine, fifty three plays hurt like that. I mean, dang, oh man, that that doesn't say that doesn't say good things about our depth. But worse, but what's worse, man, is that our team is so inconsistent, man. We are, man, we are so soft, man. We play like pussycats, man. You know, one of the good things about coming up and watching football in the 70s and 80s, man, we had a team that was real physical. This team ain't known for being physical, man. We soft. Execution is bad. We're inconsistent. The coach is whack. Man, I, hey, the, the owner is whack, man. <laughs> Look, and then we got Philly coming in, and the way they hate us, man, Oh, oh man, oh, man, it, it don't look good. It doesn't look good, fellas, man. So we, I'm going to be praying for them. I'm going to start praying tonight and ask the football guys to at least make it respectable. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> Appreciate you, Kermit. Thank you. I mean, And look, I mean, here's the thing. They're probably going to be shopping on the defensive line waiver wire again this week. I mean, it's not impossible that you get dudes in here for workouts tomorrow on the off day. I mean, at this point, oh, you got I think gotta... there's going to be guys probably today, like later on today. I mean, you got, right? Yeah, I mean, sure, but I'm just saying most workout days are Tuesdays. But they may be even more desperate than that. Get somebody in here as soon as possible, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they they might have already been thinking that they're going to have to. So they may have had some of this stuff already arranged. But think about it. Think about this, okay? You cannot be thinner than they are at defensive tackle. You cannot be thinner. If they didn't have, like, Okay, I'm sure Benning Potoai is a nice young player, and I'm sure he's been learning a lot under Todd Bowles in Tampa. And I'm sure part of the reason why he didn't play there is because Tampa's defensive front is really good. But Benning Potoai and Donovan, not Derek Jeter, is not going to solve the problem here. You have to bring in somebody with an NFL level of experience and success, whether that's Starla Tulele Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue or some other jabroni nine to five ham and egger that I haven't thought of. Bring somebody in. You have plenty of money. Bring somebody in, please. That isn't on a practice squad because he's not good enough. Bring somebody in that's 32, 33 years old that can give you 10, 12, 14, 13, whatever snaps to help out a little bit for crying out loud. Let's go to the line two. Chris is in Rockville. What's up, Chris? Uh, how you doing? I just I just wanted to ask Chris Chris Marks and Hill, uh, how Matt Ryan did because I mean the only thing worse <laughs> could have been worse is getting those three interceptions thrown and putting even more pressure on the defense. I, I just had to go there with all the criticism that Wentz has had. The first uh, people two, are two enjoying that. I mean they and I mean, and enjoying the Colts being zero two. Listen, I didn't watch much of that game. Uh, here's what I know. I, I mean, look, it doesn't help that they didn't have Michael Pittman. Uh, and they were missing somebody else, too. But there's no excuses. I mean, Indianapolis has been terrible so far. It happens. I mean, teams, you know, I mean, they're only 0-1-1. But, you know, teams play terrible for two games. The Bengals are 0-2, for crying out loud. You know, teams play awful uh, to start a year. Yeah, I'd I still take their quarterback over Matt Ryan, the Bengals, that is. Um, he's getting working through some things. But as far as the defense is concerned, um, I've seen all four of our first-round starters on the line, and I've still seen us get run through. I, I disagree with you saying that it's the players. 
Uh, we've seen uh, different players come through. We've seen Ionitis, we've seen Settles, and we've seen the same results from the defense on Jack Del Rio. At the end of the day, they've already uh, relieved the defensive line coach. Next order is Del Rio, and then the next order, Ron, will be fired. It is Del Rio. It's a new message. I've seen, I've watched defenses throughout the NFL this first two weeks, and I understand they don't play preseason, they don't tackle, they work through the kinks, but we've seen consistently under Del Rio the same results from the run game, no matter who's in there, whether it's first-rounders, whether it's people off the street, it, they need a new voice from the defensive coordinator. I, I, I don't disagree that, that this is trending in a very bad way. For Listen, I think Jack Del Rio would be happy to get fired. I, I mean, they're never going to say that, but I think Jack Del Rio would be happy to get fired. But, you know, here's because the one. That's a problem in itself. Yeah, of you're course saying it that is. the defensive coordinator don't want to be there. Of, cor- uh, of course it is. I, I don't, I, I, of course it is. But, but so, I mean, you know, m- maybe it's not as bad as I've heard it is, but I've heard it's pretty bad. And it's been bad for a while. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it shows. You know, it and, shows and, on the field. Yeah. And, and maybe it does show. May I, here's the one thing that I would counter and just say, look, uh, they have made the improvement. I'll grant it through two weeks, very much noticeable on third down. So, so that's a positive. And Jamin Davis made a remarkable improvement from week one to week two. And there are times where this defense has made some big plays, granted, times through two weeks. Not good enough, but times. So we can't say it's all been bad. It just hasn't been good enough, and it's been bad at times. The third and 15 play where the running back falls on his behind and no one is there because you blitz two linebackers yes. is unacceptable. I, 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 I unacceptable. I, I said I said that yesterday live. I said that this morning. You're absolutely right. It's too aggressive. See, people got all over, all over Jack last year for not blitzing enough. Then Jack says, ah, I'll show you. Bastards! I'm going to blitz uh, two linebackers on third and 15, and I'm going to either get home or, well, what happened happened. Chris, appreciate the call. Let's get Sly in here real quick. Sly, go ahead. What's up, boss, man? Um, man, a happy birthday, by the way, Chris. Thank you, um, Sly. I appreciate you. No problem. First thing I got to say, it's not the players. Only reason why I say it's not the players is because all the guys that we let go are making plays for other teams. Kendall Fuller left us first time and won a ring. It is Jack Del Rio. Why do you use you are supposed to scheme for the opposing team best player? Why was DeAndre Swift so wide open that he fell, got back up, and ran it in? Amon St. Brown, it was the same thing from the Jaguars game. He was getting checked by Cole Holcomb and Jamin Davis. And Benjamin St. Juice is playing out of position. This, I, this is the most mediocre coaching staff I've ever watched in my 25 years of being on earth. And I didn't watch the Lions. I think I definitely think that Dan Campbell is definitely like a heck of a coach who I wish we had. I really wish that we fired, instead of us flying back, we fired Ron Rivera and clean staff. Martin Mayhew needs to go because we knew for a fact that we needed safety, safety in the draft. And Cal Hamilton, I was fine with skipping on because it was more. But then we had the chance to get Jaquan Brisker, and then we traded, and then we ended up getting for Darian Mathis, who we really did not need in the they, second round because he wasn't even going to start for it. They desperately I, needed so for Darian Mathis. I understand what his point is, though. I understand the point he's making. Slide, appreciate it. Them to yes. I, I know what you're saying. Joseph. I know what you're saying. It, 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 and again, now in hindsight, because of Mathis's injury, it even looks even worse. 
I, I know what you're saying, but the, the you got to remember they believe in their they believe in their DBs. Okay, so they don't look at it, they're not looking at it the same way you are. I know what you're saying about Brisker. Brisker's turning into a, a nice football player, but they believe that they had guys here that could play. And that's where, right now, in terms of evaluating their people, that's where it's going wrong. They think more of their people than their people are playing. That's the problem. You think you've got great players out there. You think you've got high-caliber players out there. And right now, either the scheme is failing them or the players are failing the scheme. And without sitting in those meetings and getting the answers from Jack and Ron, explaining, here's what this guy's... Uh, you know, assignment was on this play. Here's why they were successful at the play. Tell us, player A, player B, whatever, didn't do their assignment properly, and then we have a a, a great understanding of who's at fault here. But either the scheme is failing the players, or the players are failing the scheme right now. Because you can't give up 36 points to Detroit. You just can't. I know Philadelphia gave up 35 last week, but the last two were cosmetic in the fourth quarter after Philadelphia had had a pretty sizable lead. Let, let me ask you this quick, and maybe this isn't a quick answer. It's something we have to dive into tomorrow. Are we just asking too much out of today's NFL defenses in a pass-heavy, offensive-friendly, dynamic skill, speed, athlete, athlete sport that's totally geared towards scoring a lot of points. Are we asking too much out of our defenses? Well, not not just the commanders. It's a great across point. Across the board. Chris, or Joe Miller and I talked about this on the It's College Football podcast last night. New uh, edition dropping today, reviewing this weekend's past action. We are, right now, because so many kids all want to be offensive players. They want to be wide receivers. The, the highly skilled guys. Mm-hmm. They want to be wide receivers. Why? Who's getting the bag right now? Wide receivers oh, are. Yeah. Okay. They want to be offensive players. They want to be the quarterback. They want to be the wide receiver. Still, some of them want to be the running back. You can still get at least one bag. You may not get two, but you may get one bag as a running back. It's harder and harder right now to convince the highly skilled guys that going to play on the defensive side of the football is a great place to be. Now, if you're good, if you're good at corner, you're going to get a bag. Okay? If you're good at safety, you're going to get a bag. If you're a good linebacker, you might get a bag. Right. Now, what, what we've seen in the past, and I, uh, Tyler Algier, perfect example. Guy's a running back for the Falcons right now at BYU. At one point in his career, he's a linebacker. Now, are you going to make more money as a backup running back in the NFL? Shout out to the guy that wanted to bitch at me on draft night about Tyler Algier. Young fella's already playing for the Falcons right now. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. For the L I took on Drew Locke, I'll take the W on Tyler Algier right now. But that's a guy that has the ability to play linebacker. And that's almost the kind of athlete you need at linebacker right now in, in all levels of football. High school, college, pro, youth league, right. whatever. You need that athlete at linebacker who can run sideline to sideline for you. You had a chance to get that guy, <clears throat> the Kobe Dean. But you didn't take him. You didn't take him. Guess where he's at now? He's playing for a division rival. Okay, He'll be playing at FedEx Field next week. He'll be just playing not, FedEx Field just not for the next team. week. So, again, when you evaluate that process, you've got to make tough decisions. Was Federian Mathis the best possible player overall that you could take at that position? Of course not. Was he meeting a need that you had? Absolutely. You needed depth 
at that position of a high quality because of Ioannidis and Settle leaving. Your top two reserves left. So it met their need, but it may not have been a case of bringing in the best football player, which I still think in the first and second round is a way that you have to really think. However, when you talk about that, no one was going to tell you Jahan Dotson in the evaluation was the 16th. I doubt somebody, they were. They may have been the only team that had him as the 16th best football player. They look like freaking geniuses Looks on like that they pick. they were right, yeah. Okay, so that's the lottery and the crapshoot that yeah. the draft is. Yeah. It really is. So that's the problem. And, and the ironic thing is we would see Mathis playing more and see what kind of an impact he could have right now with this situation that's going on on the defensive line. When we come back, more calls, and I've got a really interesting quote and exchange from Jonathan Allen and the media just now. Always good. John Allen, candor, always brings it, always straightforward. Russell will tell you what it is next right here. Of course, Dumb Dumb of the Day, 25 minutes away as well. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Few minutes away from Russell's Dumb Dumb of the Day. Of course, it turns out it's a Motown Monday, and of course, the Washington football team losing in Motown yesterday to the Lions, 36-27. Jonathan Allen speaking with the media today. How about that? I mean, look, dude could be in the training room, doesn't have to come out and talk, uh, but is always candid with the media as well. And of course, he said, hey. Ron to Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, actually, it was via Zoom, so they're doing uh, everything Zoom today because reporters are traveling back from Detroit in most cases, so they, you know, to make it a little bit easier. Uh, but to your point, um, not only did he say, hey, we're on to Philadelphia, which is exactly what he should say. Here's the interesting thing that I wanted to bring up to your attention and, and um, get your thoughts on. Quote, I'm not a fan of putting a lot on the coaches because ultimately we're the players. He said he was limited by the groin injury and a bit sore today, but he's fine. But I'm not a fan of putting a lot on the coaches because ultimately we're the players. Now, let me ask you this. A, how do you interpret that? B, is that what he should be saying? Or do you think that's what he genuinely feels? Because the media and the fan base feels exactly the opposite. I, I, I Look... John has always been a – it's a 
I don't want to say he's always been in it's a player's game, but and you even mentioned it earlier, the players are the ones that play the game. Those 11 guys right. have been chosen by the coaching staff right. to be starters in the National Football League. You got to mm-hmm. play like starters. You got to play you got to play like guys that can yeah. make plays. Like I, I said, yeah, John I, Allen I expect you to be better than John Allen than, is John Allen is yeah. one of the playmakers on that defense. Deron Payne yeah. one of the playmakers on that defense. Montez Sweat needs to be one of the playmakers on mm-hmm. that defense. And we've broken down. We just broke it down again. Defense has become – defense is – holy crap, there's this thing rising right behind your head out there. I was like, oh, look. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what is that? It's a uh, construction crane. Oh, one of your favorite things. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> Nick wow. Ashew and I, Hollywood Nick Ashew and I used to do uh, construction crane updates on the 8s. just kind of you know? like started to yeah. raise up there. We're like, oh, my God. Somebody's, yeah. T.O.P. Well, does traffic and weather on the 8s. We we used to do construction crane updates on the 8s. Oh, unbelievable. It just kind of freaked me out there for a minute. But defense has never been harder to play in the National Football League. I thought it was like like some huge spider or so, or like a bumblebee or something like that when, when you said well, it. Well, if it was looked... been something that could have done you harm, I would have <laughs> come over there and killed it or something like that. Yeah, sure. You know, I would have. You would have been like, wait. If it would have been like I, one of Doc I... Walker's favorite animals, a tarantula. A tarantula. I would have come around there and killed it with that two-liter bottle of soda you're drinking from. I was going to say, you would have saved me? or I would have have used your Diet Mountain Dew as a weapon and killed it. Uh, See, I think you would have used it as an opportunity to say, ha, I finally got rid of that loud mouth blowhard. If I'd have done that, I'd just come in with a samurai sword (laughs) and put it right through your heart, like Greek mythology. (laughs) But anyway, defense is so hard to play in the National Football League, in all levels of football. The rules hate you. Right. Okay, And that's why I asked that question. If I breathe on you... And some seventy-five-year-old dude trying to get down the uh, down the sideline, you know, thinks I've touched you illegally. He's going to throw a flag just so he can get on the headset and say, "Barney, I got pass interference back here on twenty-two. And then we see, you know, Craig Wolstad come out, pass interference number twenty-two on the defense. That'll be spot foul, first down. You know, just so the referee can get plenty of airtime. So your li- your livelihood on the defensive side depends on whether some sixty eight year old guy still trying to run down the sideline and get the right angle thinks you've committed pass interference or not, whether you've held or not. I mean that's that's just the way it goes. I mean Penny Sewell, Penny Sewell on that screen out there yesterday grabs Jamin Davis's or Holcomb's jersey and clearly clearly stretches it to the point where. It, it, it hinders his ability to run toward the ball carrier. But 68-year-old Joe Smith out there with the flag in his back pocket can't see it because he doesn't get the right angle and throw the flag. Should have been a holding call because it had a direct effect. I'm not, I'm not for calling the holding flag 29 feet away, 30 feet away. But when I got a guy that's standing right next to the guy with the ball and my guy's getting his jersey stretched out, I need Vern or Betty, whoever's the line judge there. Shout out to the ladies that officiate our game now. Saw center judge working the other night in a football game. Oh, that she, was in the Maryland game. Yeah, she yeah. was female, center judge. But I need you to throw the flag when my guy's getting his jersey stretched out and his his momentum to go toward the ball carrier is now being hindered by some dude grabbing onto him. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Vilma alertly pointed that out on the broadcast and said there should have been a flag on the play. Let's go to the phones. Let's go out to our guy, Paulie. He's somewhere on there. He said his 15 minutes of fame is almost up. What's up, Paulie? Paulie? Maybe the phone doctor got to him. How about that? 
How about Rocky Pinnock, our guy Rocky Pinnock? He's out there. He's down there in the 757. He showed me a picture. He was yeah, on the shores of Virginia Beach, it looks like. Uh, good for him. I swear I had nothing to do with uh, with terminating Pauly. I had nothing to do with it. I'd like Matt, to terminate Pauly. Matt, Matt's talking to Pauly now. He just picked up the phone. I'm sure it's Pauly calling back. I'd like to terminate Pauly, but I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Dude, this thing out here outside his window has got me freaked out. Let's go to Pauly. What's up, big fella? Hell to the W, man. Cool P, how you doing? What's going on, my guy? I'm here, yo, man. What up, Rufio? Yo, happy born, born, man. Hey, look, your you, producer, man. your producer, made sure he told me that it was your birthday. I, I've been listening, so I know it's your birthday. So I'm gonna cut you some slack today. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to parade around. I, I no, never man. tell anybody it's my birthday, but people, I guess, find out through Facebook or whatever uh, well, it is, or or whatever. So I, you know, like uh, I'm not one of these. Look at me, look at me. Usually I am, but not on my birthday. Why? Because I feel like I have one extra step in in the ground uh, with with nah, every day hey, that goes listen, by. Man. Listen, look, you are Virgo, so that explains a lot about you. All right, thanks. I don't know what <laughs> it explains, one. but hey, you know, I'll take that's it. The, that's, that's the only dig I'm going to give you today on All your right. birthday. But just, just be prepared tomorrow because I'm coming for oh, you. Oh, okay. Oh, pause. But, uh, yeah, man, but, uh, man, it's your birthday, man. You got to, hey, you get one a year, celebrate it, man. All Regardless right. of all that, let the whole world know, man. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, man. You get one a year. If, if, hey, if nobody else don't love you and celebrate you, celebrate and love yourself, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. All right. Now. Thank this, you, Paulie. You're welcome, man. Like I said, tomorrow we'll have our day. You know what I mean? But look, let, let me say this, man. I mean, I hate to say this, but you guys are spot on. Even even <laughs> Jay Gruden was spot Even Jay Gruden was spot on today. If I'll give it a call and say, hey, look, man. Look, look, don't be bringing Jay in here after a loss like this, man, because he, he was part of the problem, too. But Jay was spot on, too. And that was Jamin Davis that got held on that on the screen by Panay, man. And, and this team is soft, period. And it doesn't matter if you fired Jack Del Rio, because Ron is still there. And the fact that Ron had the nerve to, to, to say it's simple math, we ought, we ought to appreciate the analytics. Oh, you lost your freaking mind, man. I don't appreciate the analytics when the analytics work. When you do dumb stuff like that, don't get up here in no press conference and tell me it's math. We should appreciate the analytics. Two, all week long I kept hearing everybody, oh, Scott Turner's creative and Scott Turner this and Scott Turner that. And, and I appreciate it till I was blue in my face. You can't win with Scott Turner's offense. He's soft. That offense is soft. When we did have a chance early on in the first quarter, when we made a couple of stops, we couldn't do anything on offense because that offense is soft. Shotgun, 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 shotgun. I've been saying this for the whole the 34 games he's been coaching offense. The offense is soft. Like my man Little said earlier, whoever it was, man, this is Washington, D.C. football. This is Redskins football. This is I can't even say the Washington football team or commanders because we don't even play that style, man. It's the NFC East, man. You line up, you punch the dude in mouth in front of you, and you go out there and you give yourself a chance. We didn't have a chance. In the second half, people keep saying, I heard she and say, well, they played a better half. And say, Come on, man. The Lions came out of the out halftime a little flat. That's it because they was up. 22 nothing. It was easy for them. And then, and then once we scored a couple of times, they got right back in the groove of things, and we started doing the same soft 
play that we was playing on offense. Defense, soft. I mean, we're talking about Jamie Davis. Cole Holcomb is just as bad. No, Cole Holcomb is worse than Jamie Davis. But then I look at it like this. Name me one linebacker since Jack Darrell has been here that had any type of success for this team. Not one. So it is the scheme. Stop. It, it, it's the scheme. It's the coaching. It's the coaching staff. It's all of the above. And, it, and the sad part about it is no point in just getting rid of Del Rio or getting rid of the secondary coach or the linebacker. This whole staff needs to be jettisoned at the end of the season, man. That's all. That's all. We just have to suffer through it. But this team is soft. The whole mentality of this team is soft. Hey, you know what? We got a, we we light at the defense tackle position, right? Well, why don't why don't we just put I nineties and settle in the game? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. I, I, my fault. <laughs> this team is soft. Where's, where's Kyle Smith at, man? This team is soft, man. He's in Atlanta. This he was denied permission soft. to go to Buffalo by the the Falcons because he's that good. This team is soft, man. Period. That's all. And, and Ron Rivera has run his course. I don't want to hear this no more. Three to five years to change the culture. You know, through year three, it's the same culture that that we had when you came in here. It's the same culture you left Carolina with. It's time right. for him to go. Thank you, Paul. Period. Appreciate you. Thanks, Paul. You got it, pal. Let's squeeze Lou in here real quick. Lou's got the last word today. What's up, Lou? Pete, Chris. What Happy up, birthday, Chris. Thank you, bud. Appreciate you. Wish there'd be a different circumstance like last Sunday, but like Paulie said, man, I mean, they soft, man. Ron could come out, you know, talk about this nonsense about two points. Come on, man. Don't don't give me that nonsense, man. You know, your team wasn't prepared. You 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 thought you know everything was going to be sweet going to Detroit because of the whole week their players wasn't going to play their O line wasn't going to play the running back wasn't going to play blah 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 you didn't have your team prepared and this has been going on for for three years now with this uh, 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 team so you know like Paulie said man this team soft you let two of your your good uh, interior players go because that you thought that you know. He was going to draft, or you know, the guys that you had here was going to be better than them. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I can see that. Like you're not, you know, you're def- you you call yourself a defensive mind coach, but yet your defense is horrible the past three years besides 2020 season. So you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm confused what they're trying to do, but you know, week in week out they can come out and say this nonsense talk about unnecessary stuff, man. That that two point got me pissed off yesterday because. They didn't have to go for that. But it was a lot of things that pissed me off, but it is what it is, man. I'm going to let y'all go. We'll talk about it tomorrow, man. Another day, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Lou. Thanks, Lou. 301-230-0980. That's how you get to us. Don't worry. Doc and the boys will be taking your calls next on Burgundy and Gold today. They'll get your reactions. You'll get theirs. They're certain to be strong, as ours were this morning as well. Dumb Dumb of the Day is coming up, but first... Here's what's trending... On the Team 980. All right, the fallout from a bad loss in Detroit yesterday for the Commanders. They're 1-1. One one. Head back home. Week 3, FedEx Field this Sunday afternoon against the 1-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Now the Eagles going to play in the traditional Monday night spot. 8-30, Lincoln Financial Field tonight against the Minnesota Vikings. Kirk Cousins, Kevin O'Connell, who are 1-0 after waxing uh, Green Bay last Sunday. Meanwhile, in the early Monday night game, that's right, a double dip in Week 2. Tennessee at 0-1 off the disappointing loss 
uh, at home to uh, the New York Giants. They travel to Orchard Park, New York, to take on the Buffalo Bills at 1-0 and uh, for the double dip on Monday Night Football, uh, which comes your way tonight. Meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers, of course, bad news early. They lose Trey Lance, breaking an ankle. He'll undergo surgery today. Kyle Shanahan's already said he's out for the season. And coming up the uh, uh, coming up this week, or I should say coming up tonight, rather, my bad, the Nats are in Atlanta after failing to close out the sweep yesterday against Miami. 721st pitch, 650. For Nats on Deck over on 1067 The Fan and the Nats Radio Network, and that's what's trending. How many people have one of the greatest football players in Washington history in the building on the day of his birthday? Coming to sit in the same exact seat he's sitting in right now. That's right. The great Doc Walker is going to be sitting in Rooster's birthday seat coming up in 10 minutes with Scott Jackson here for Burgundy and Gold today. How about that? Uh, yeah, it would help if I turn on my microphone. Um, I think Doc said last week, or maybe it was some, I can't remember. I think it was Doc, that he was very thankful because I keep the seat warm. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> and it's true. My big fat and, ass. And Chris said his big tukas is big enough to the, keep it warm. Yes, exactly. This is what. So I like to move around during the commercial breaks, but then I don't get as much stuff done. I don't see as much stuff if I'm hobnobbing and 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 chatting and socializing. So sometimes I like to sit here. When I sit here a lot and for a long time, my tukas keeps. Uh, you know, ba- basically warmer than one of those fireplaces that you can get at Offenbacher's, one of those outdoor fireplaces. That's exactly that right, my friend. Off- Go see my boys, Chris and Brian, and the rest of the staff standing by to help you right now. Russell's standing by to help you laugh right now. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Mentors. All right. Yeah, as you know, we have a proclivity around here. Dateline... Florida. Of course, Marion County, Florida, to be specific. On Friday morning, a call comes in to authorities, the Marion County Sheriff's Office, through 911. A caller advised that he had been stabbed. <clears throat> was that a Baltimore Ravens fan saying he was stabbed in the heart by Tua Tungavailoa? Yeah, this is uh, no, no, although that did happen literally. Uh, or figuratively, I guess I should say. Uh, yes, sir, not literally. <laughs> figuratively. Uh, but no, uh, this caller to 911, Pedro, uh, called police and advised that he had been stabbed. Mm. Okay? When deputies arrived, they found not only this man, but also another victim who told police that 30-year-old Christina Adams, who if you see a picture of her, I mean... It's all you need to see, right? That apparently she stabbed both victims horrible, right? And then fled the location. That's usually what happens when you stab people. You leave the location. But the big problem was is not just that she stabbed them. She went shopping (laughs) after cleaning up some of the scene because she thought they were both dead. Oh. And they weren't. She didn't take their liver with them? No. 
<laughs> Maybe liver worst, but not their liver. Oh. Uh, so Christina Adams went shopping after cleaning up the scene, thinking her two housemates who kicked her out, who told her they didn't want her to live there anymore. So that's why she turned around and stabbed them. She thought they were dead. So after she cleaned up the scene, she went shopping. And only upon her return from shopping, while she was returning, I should say, from shopping, were police able to locate her and promptly arrest her, and they retrieved a large knife. <laughs> <sighs> so, Christina Adams, 30, of the great, not-so-smart state of Florida and Marion County, you win. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. Mm. What do you think about that? Uh, you know, look. I mean, I mean if, if you're you- going to plunge a knife into my back, just... Uh, just- you know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to say, if you're going to stab somebody, go for broke. Yeah. You know? But Gotta make sure they're dead. Wonder what her mental state was in uh, at that time. By the way, Matt, are you ready? We have a very special message that has arrived for the rooster. Uh-oh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear rooster. Birthday, Chris. Oh, that was a great one. Very sweet. That courtesy of your friend Melissa in Utah. Melissa listens on the Odyssey app. Wonderful. Uh, I, I, you know, I appreciate everyone. You know, I can't thank everyone individual. I try and get back to everybody throughout the day. I got more texts and tweets and uh, DMs and all that stuff that I can keep track of. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you, Pete, for bringing in the oatmeal raisin cookies and all that stuff. Uh, Maddie, appreciate it. Thank you, everyone uh, who made it possible. Now I'm going to try and figure out a way to enjoy the rest of the birthday with a double dip on Monday Night Football tonight. All right, he's going to suck down that rest of that two-liter bottle of Diet Mountain (laughs) Dew and make room. That's my birthday present. That's exactly right. He's going to make room for Scott Jackson and Doc Walker. They're up next with Burgundy and Gold today. For Matt, for Rooster, I'm Pete. Back tomorrow at 9 right here on the Team 980. Streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.